0: Christ can change your past. He died on the cross so that all the sins you've ever committed, all the things you've ever done wrong, are forgiven. You were dead. He breathed into your lungs the breath of eternal life, and he resurrected you. It is by grace. Now, now, right now, you confess and believe. God said, you believe. Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast, a weekly podcast about what two pastors are learning in the trenches of church revitalization. My name is Matt Ensley, and I'm the pastor of Mayhill Baptist Church in Mayhill, New Mexico, and the managing editor of Lifeway Pastors. And I'm joined by
1: Kyle Bierman, pastor of First Baptist Church in Alamogordo, New Mexico, director of replanter development for the North American Mission Board. And Matt it's still Christmas. Well, time to begin yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Kind of. That's true. So we're not, we're not officially, and by, by most of you people's, um, uh, I, I guess measuring, we're not officially into Christmas. A good way to until describe is
0: is we're on the cusp on of the another cusp Christmas. Of Christmas. Right. So everybody's preparing for Christmas. You're lining up filling preachers because ain't nobody going to preach on the Sunday after Christmas. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but uh you know you're you're doing all of that kind of stuff. The Christmas yeah. shopping is gearing yep. up all of the different things that are going on uh we We know that Thanksgiving is coming up uh yep. I know more than Kyle that Thanksgiving is still a holiday in which we are to celebrate, but uh it's commanded by God uh but uh we do know maybe maybe you say hey, we're read read psalms maybe yeah. kind of psalms okay. yes that's true that. that's true lots of lots of thanksgiving on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, I I don't see your Advent wreath in the uh, uh, the Gospels, so give me a break. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair okay. enough. Okay. All right. So let's let's move on. Okay. From there. Okay. <laughs> uh, because one one of the things that we are grateful for as we prepare for Thanksgiving is our sponsorship. Uh, with Southwestern. And uh, we love the seminary. I am a student there and uh, and pursuing my D-men and expositional preaching. And uh, so if you want to learn with some of the best preachers in the world, this place to be. If you're interested in church revitalization, there is a great track uh, for you as well. Only five seminars, and it is a phenomenal course uh, that you can take with some uh, truly practitioners, leaders in the field. And uh, so visit swivits.edu after the show, and uh, you can learn about the crown jewel of Southern Baptist seminaries. And uh, one of the things that I was not taught at Southwestern uh, was how to map out an Advent series. Now, that's not a knock on Southwestern because uh, we spent a lot of time mapping out Uh, text-driven sermons, and so at times uh, an Advent series is going to lend itself to topical preaching, not necessarily, but most of the time, and so it's a little different. Different animal wasn't in our purview, Uh, but maybe, just maybe, here a couple of weeks out of Advent, you still haven't planned your Christmas series, if you do one at all, and uh, so one of the things that we wanted to uh, share with you today is maybe how not to keep them uh, so predictable. Yeah. Keep them from being so predictable because let's be honest, how many different ways are you going to teach the uh, Christmas story? Uh, you know, he, he came, you know, they, they rode on a donkey, they couldn't find an end all, you know, all this stuff is yeah. old hat we could say. Uh, and so sometimes it's like, what? how am I going to say this in a way that's memorable, uh, but not just reheating last year's sermon. And, uh, and so uh, one one of the things that as we are preparing for advent is coming up a way, uh, not to add to the story, uh, but but to maybe make it fresh. And, uh, I know you fly a little bit. You enjoy flying. I'm not the biggest fan of flying. And, uh, I know Mark dance had uh, talked about his uh, concerns about, uh, Southwest getting rid of honey roasted peanuts, uh, because of the allergies. And so now they're pretzels and and they're just bland and you get them every time you get on the flight. There's nothing different. You just know, that about 10 minutes into the flight, here comes your nasty Coke or whatever, <laughs> terrible coffee and your bland, disgusting pretzels. And you just know to expect it. And uh, so you, you want to hope that maybe the people that come around Christmas aren't, well, here comes another boring right. Christmas message, Christmas series from our guys. And so uh, the first question I'll ask you, Kyle, is what is your Christmas series, your Advent series this year? How are you doing it this year? So this year
1: I'm, uh, using the Advent wreath, um, and and taking, uh, one of each of the four candles. Um, and so I think it's, uh, peace, hope, love, and joy. I I think it's in that order. Um, and, and preaching through each of those. So it'll be expositional topic, topical preaching. Uh, so take take those topics. Pull a yeah. pull a uh, scripture passage, um, and uh, yeah. Do, so so focus on each of those. Which uh, and, 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 all and all so let me say Christmas, this right. I, I, you we don't do Christmas do, Eve. Oh, you yeah, do? So you yes, do, yeah. We are this do you year. Do the,
0: Christ Campbell. Kendall?
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll do that during okay, Christmas Eve. Yeah. So so the last couple of years we we have had candlelight services. Uh, we've not. I think the last two years we've not done it on Christmas Eve. We we did it the Sunday night prior to uh, Christmas. So, the, but this gotcha. year, yeah, we are doing a Christmas Eve service on Tuesday night. Um, okay. So, yeah, we'll light the we'll light the Christ candle there. Um, and, and so, this year, yeah, we're just, we're just walking through the the Advent wreath, which I've done before. Um, but I mean, those are those are simple topics, right? And and yep. any number of passages you can take and and talk about peace, talk For about sure. hope, joy, love. And and do so expositionally, right? So you're not just taking a topic and, and running with it, but to actually ground it in the scripture. And then to point to uh, how mm-hmm. Christmas um, affects or, or leads to hope, peace, joy, love, how the coming of Christ leads to leads to those things. Um, and you know, so and I would say something to um to you know, the the thing you mentioned a while ago about you know, folks coming in, oh man, we're going to hear another Christmas story or another Christmas sermon series. Yeah, that, that's probably true. But I think they come to church expecting that this time of year. Yeah. And especially folks that, you know, we've joked before, and I think in the, in the episode that's going to run next week, we'll we talk a little bit about, uh, you know, your Christmas visitors, your Christmas guests that you see at Christmas and at, at Easter. Uh, there, there's a reason they come those two Sundays. But because those, 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 those two seasons of the year represent something. Re, re, and, and, and folks that come in during those times of year are probably looking for things like, I don't know, hope, peace, joy, and love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and so we have, the, we have a unique opportunity to speak into that, right? Um, so, so that's what I'm doing this year. Uh, what, what are you, you planning as
0: far as your Advent series goes this year? Well, so this year we're doing It's a Christmas Miracle and uh and we're gonna Charlie look around yeah we're well we're gonna look <laughs> at the manger the sound the sight and the gift of uh christmas and uh i'll be using isaiah seven fourteen, luke 2 matthew 2 2 and uh john one thirty two. i believe that's what i have sketched out like a year and a half ago oh and, wow uh, look at you because uh because i wanted to kind of make sure I was ready for it. And uh but but my follow-up question was how different was this year going to be from from last year for you? I I don't know that it's going to be super different. Um I'm, I'm trying
1: I had to go back and look at my calendar to figure out what I did last year. Um but it's it, I mean it'll be a little bit different. The the topics um, are kind of stuff that we hit every single year at some point or another, right? Yeah. Um even if it's just even if you're not building a series around it, like for us, we, yeah. we like the Advent wreath. And so we'll, we'll bring up those topics. Um, I'm thinking back through what I've done the last few years in, in, uh, in, in Christmas series, there was one year that I just took it and uh, started and, and spent a week on like creation and then a week on the fall, maybe a week on covenant where that they kind of explained how we got to the new covenant in Christ. And then the last one uh, talking about Christ's birth. Um, so I've done that before really kind of, step back and took like a, a 30,000 foot view yeah. of the, uh, of the gospel. Um, that's, so that was, that was unusual. I've, I've kept it pretty basic, man. Yeah. And yeah. and you should,
0: it should yeah. stay basic. And, uh, our, I think our main point here is, is just don't be boring and predictable, right. you know? Yeah. And, and that doesn't mean going out and building the March madness basketball court, uh, you don't have to be, uh, you know, silly with it, but uh, yeah. take some time to give a fresh look at this unchanging word that we have. People know this story because most still are going to read it to their kids, maybe on Christmas Eve. Yeah. I mean, we know the story. They're, you're not reinventing the will here, but take some time to to just add a little pop to it. Yeah. And uh, so when I first got here, they they really didn't do the Advent thing. Um, I, I think maybe one pastor had done it in the past, but they didn't even have a wreath yeah. uh, when I yeah. got here. So it was new for them. And, uh, and so they just kind of, when it was December, that's when we started singing Christmas songs and mm. there may or may not be a Christmas sermons leading up to it, but maybe the Sunday before there was a Christmas sermon and, and, uh, and I was kind of fine with that, but, uh, I, we had done it. Our kids loved it. And, and so we, we introduced it in as kind of a in a trial our first year in 2017, and they loved it. And so I kind of used your series that year. I did Hope Appears, uh, Peace Prevails, Joy Abounds, Love Redeems, and Jesus Is Here, uh, going through Luke. Uh, and then last year, I did Christmas in the Key of G, and uh, and all of them were uh, letters that started with G. Of course, with Grace, Greatness, Glory, Gifts, and Good News, and we walked through. Matthew. And, uh, and we had been in Mark and, uh, and we're kind of right in the middle of that series, but, uh, not anywhere obviously near where we could have just tied it into Mark. And uh, so I looked at Matthew and I thought, let's just take it from the other perspective here and uh, walk through it, uh, with the Christmas story from Matthew. And as I said earlier, this is, it's a Christmas miracle, uh, kind of bouncing around through several passages and so I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, but a few other ideas, uh, that I'll, I'll throw out uh, is uh, consider some of the supporting role uh, characters. You know, a lot of times we, of course, focus on Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus and, and all of that, uh, but take takes the time to maybe highlight the supporting role uh, people in the story, uh, the unsung heroes of it, you know, the shepherds and some of that. And, uh, and so I did one right now. I can't think of what I titled it, uh, but it was, oh, it was the Songs of Christmas, And it was all of the different songs from the Christmas story. And that gave us a chance to look at uh, some of the different uh, supporting characters that may get overlooked during the Christmas story. And it was something that our folks really, apart from them going through maybe a, uh, you know, a book study uh, at that church, uh, that was at my previous church, uh, there there really wasn't any way they were going to... uh, ever hear some of those stories. And so we went through Mary's song and and the angel song and some of that. And we had a great time uh, with that one, which leads to uh, a series on, on Abel uh, on (laughs) Abel uh, on angels. (laughs) Uh, You know this uh, in, in one of the blogs I was reading about this uh, the guy said, you know, don't just ruin every song and ornament your congregation loves (laughs) process. But you might be surprised at how much of what they believe about angels comes from yeah. the Hallmark stories, uh, Hallmark stores and movies. And uh, so take, take some time to maybe look at the, the angels of the story. And, and uh, we'll, we'll talk next week on, on some of the theological hobby horses. Don't get too deep into the weeds here of going into the doctrines of angels. Uh, but maybe look at what does the Bible say about angels? What, what are they? Uh, who are they? What part did they play? Uh, and they obviously play a big part in, uh, in the Christmas story. And one that uh, I think you've done in the past is looking at some of the unconventional passes, passages, you know, you talk about taking that uh, that view from, from up above and looking at the Christmas story, maybe considering the fact of why we have to have Christmas in the first place, you know, the fall and, uh, and, and the the story of redemption through the pages of scripture. And, uh, and one of the things that our, our people really honed in on for some reason was I I kept saying, have one eye on the manger and one eye on the cross. And that really just meant something to them, because oftentimes we just focus on the manger. And it's great that He came and all that kind of stuff, but we have to know why He came and what He came to do. And that allows us to kind of preach the gospel through the Christmas story, uh, because the gospel isn't just Him coming. You know, that's part of it. And uh, and so take some time maybe to look at some unconventional uh, passages. Uh, what about you? What are some other uh, sermon series ideas that maybe yeah, somebody can... Could... W- w- one of the things that I've thought,
1: and I haven't done it yet, it, I'm, I'm toying with doing this in uh, 2020, um, but that is to, to spend some time in the minor prophets. Um, so I, I, for instance, I came across this this sermon series that was actually done by a, by a Presbyterian church. They called it <laughs> they called it Christmas with the Minor Prophets, and they spent a couple of weeks in... Or they spent a week in Zephaniah, a week in Zechariah, a week in Malachi and then a weekend Amos. And nice. so my, my thought as I read that is I thought, Oh, that's kind of cool. Except I would call it Christmas in a minor key, right? Mm-hmm. So you did Christmas in the key of G Christmas in a minor key. Um, by the way, if you ever wanted to do a series through the, uh, through the minor prophets um, I, I would, I would offer to you grace in a minor key is a good, yeah. is a good title for that too. Um, well,
0: I'm mapping somewhere. out my uh my sermon series for next year and yeah. that's about the only thing I don't have done is my Christmas <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And so I'm penciling in right now uh Christmas in a monarchy yeah. baby. There you go. Hey, so, it's,
1: yeah, it's awesome. I'll 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 send you this link that I that where yeah. from where I got this. Um the, the the other the other thought that I had was uh, and again so maybe this will be 2021, but to take some of the um Christmas carols that we know and love and and break them down. Not really. Right. Well, <laughs> so I don't recommend that, right? Not don't 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 destroy silent night, right? But but maybe take some of the old um you know some of the old uh, uh Christmas songs. Uh I mean going back to like how great our joy, that would be a great time to talk about joy, obviously. Even take some of maybe the 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 secular standards that we've come to know. White Christmas. You could talk you could take that and 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 talk about how Jesus cleanses us, right? Makes us makes us clean. And uh, there's a there's some cheese factor in there, but yeah. but everybody knows White Christmas, yeah, right? I, I mean, and they're gonna know the movie, they're gonna know the song. Um,
0: you know, Coming you take some of this to First Baptist Alamogordo, twenty twenty one. Maybe it's cold outside. Maybe <laughs> it's
1: cold outside.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh goodness, yeah. I mean, and. And again, you can get creative, but but you don't want to go over the top, right? Yeah. But Because folks are not coming to, to hear how clever you are. Um, they're, they're not coming to to hear all the theological terms that you can wow them mm-hmm. with. They're coming to hear the Christmas story. They, they want to hear about the birth of Jesus. They want to hear about Mary and the shepherds and the angels and the wise men who were not at the manger, right? They, they, they want to hear... That, that, those are the things they want to hear this time. Yeah. That's why they're coming into church. And this is part of the old, old story, right? It's, it's, it's part of uh, what folks grew up with as kids, going to church with their parents, with their grandparents. And, and even for folks maybe who haven't been to church in years, when, when, when they walk into your building on, whether it's the Sunday or Christmas Eve or, or Sunday somewhere around Christmas time, they want to hear Christmas. Yeah. Don't don't throw them a curveball. <laughs> Give and, and, and most of the time we wouldn't say this as, as pastors, right? Give the people what they want, <laughs> but make sure it's gospel centered. Yeah, right. So sure. so the the you know you don't want to just talk about joy, and and how God gives us joy and we should find joy in God and that's it, right? No, tell them how true joy is only found in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Use use these things to point people to Christ.
0: And I I have two more that that is the oh, last yeah. that I have. Uh, but before but anything else you've got. Uh, but this is particularly for the 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 hardcore text driven guys that are tuning in. Uh, Christmas series may be a foreign concept for you. That's okay. Uh, one one they're, thing... they're twitching when I said I was doing the Christmas Read. They're like, when is <laughs> yeah, and, uh, what are we listening to? One star review here. Uh, but uh, well there there's two things you can do. One is keep going through what you're doing, uh whatever text you're you're in. Um and first Timothy, you know, when we were touching on slaves, that's gonna be a hard uh spin. But some of them though. Uh, every text, every series, every direction is still going to find its focal point in Jesus, and uh, and so if you're going through, find find a way maybe to weave that in, you know, through your application or or whatever you're doing in that text, as you're calling for a response that that hey, as we. Are preparing for for Christmas and uh, you know manger scenes and all of the things you know you go shopping you can't get away from it it is a part of our culture right now what is the true of Christmas and ultimately we know that he had to come because we sinned and we sinned and fell short of the glory of God and you can walk right through the Christmas story right there at the end so you don't even have to deviate uh, from your sermon series that you're in Leviticus or whatever, uh, keep going, baby. You know, more power to you. No problem with that whatsoever. Another option for those guys is if you happen to be wrapping up one, and uh, maybe you're getting close to December. Consider Matthew, consider Mark, consider Luke. Uh, go in there with the you know December series, and you know most people tend to start a new one maybe in the new year. If you find yourself in your calendar that you're w- wrapping one up towards the end of Thanksgiving, consider starting a gospel and then you get to start with the christmas story and uh, and i I remember one time where we had started one uh, towards December and then we ended up around Easter with the Easter story uh, and uh and and the where we were at in the calendar and it just how it worked out where we mapped it out and so it was great to not even have to deviate, not change up, not anything. I got to keep rolling through we didn 't lose a Sunday uh, or a couple of Sundays, uh, but you know there's still ways to be text driven around Christmas with without losing you know whatever topic you 're in or sorry, whatever text you 're in uh, at that given time, <laughs> yeah, what else do you got before we wrap uh, up that's yeah that that,
1: that covers it and, and again, so you know I would, I would echo what you said there you know for for the guys that twitch when you hear topical preaching. Um, you can take a topic and preach it exegetically and, and, and do it text in a text driven way. Um, and, and I, th- I think that's what we're both going to do, right? We're going to take a topic, uh, hope, peace, joy, love like ours, but, but I'm going to preach a passage of scripture and preach it exegetically. So um, yeah, don't, I think so, so often we, we get wrapped up into well text driven means I have to preach through a certain book of the Bible. You can be creative and still be text driven, in some ways. And uh, so, yeah, good word. Yeah,
0: good word. Yeah, my uh, as we as we wrap up the last thing, as you you know start breaking out the uh, Christmas sweaters and and the uh, holiday blend or Christmas blend from Starbucks and Christmas music is playing. All of that. Take some time to just read the story of Christmas yes. on your own. No ulterior motive. Just read it, and just look for fresh eyes with it. And uh take some you know take an, you know a notepad next to you. this might not be this year. consider next year, sketch out some ideas uh, and uh, and of course don 't be afraid to look back at past ones and see what you did, maybe what connected really well with folks uh, but uh just revisit Bethlehem with fresh eyes that 's all we 're asking uh, because you you can 't change the story there's no reason to it's uh it 's a miracle enough in and of itself sure. and uh, so so take the time just to revisit it. And uh, and and give it to your people clearly. Kyle? And, and and Matt,
1: you know a great way to revisit the Christmas story
0: is, is to, reading reading it the, is, to read it in the to read it in the in the
1: Christ in the Christmas S- standard Bible.
0: Hey, hey. <laughs> nice, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, you never cease to amaze me <laughs> with your awesomeness. That was the yeah. best thing you've ever done. Oh <laughs> thank you. Bible. I yeah, love it.
1: That's right. We we love the CSB. We use it in our personal readings, in our preaching. Uh, daily devotions, we would encourage you to do the same. You can find out more at csbible.com about a translation that is uh, readable and accurate. (laughs) I almost said faithful and true. It is that as well.
0: I think that's part of their slogan too. Yeah, faithful. csbible.com and you can find out more. And uh, so yeah, Kyle, as as we wrap up, how many boxes did y'all send to uh, Franklin Graham?
1: So um, as we record this, we still have some coming in. Um, so I guess by, by the time this uh, let's see, this goes live on Friday, we'll, we'll pack them all up on Sunday, this coming Sunday, and, and take them over to the shipping center. So I think we're somewhere around 650 right now.
0: Nice.
1: Um, so, we'll, but yeah, we'll see how many more come in. Somewhere between 650 and 700, probably when all's said and done. So really exciting. Well, nice. until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare. Thanks for listening. Have a very safe trip if you are traveling for Thanksgiving, and we look forward to catching you on the flip side next week.